You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. So today I have Jasmine Beard on the line. She is the chief strategy consultant of Ajoy Consulting LLC and also my very dear friend, sisterpreneur and co-worker occasionally. <laughs> um, Jasmine is a native of North Carolina and she holds a Bachelor of Arts in International Affairs and Development and a Bachelor of Arts in Spanish from UNCG. Go Spartans. Spartans. Um, <laughs> in addition to being fluent in four languages, Yes, you heard that right. Four. She spent several years leading and managing successful global and national projects with the Volvo Group and other Fortune 500 companies. She also has an extensive track record of enriching strategic operations for corporations and nonprofits. We have served on numerous boards together in this community. So thank you so much, Jasmine. I'm so glad that I finally have you on. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> this is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I wanted to bring you on today because one thing that you specialize in that you are phenomenal in amongst Thank other things, you. of course, but <laughs> that is customer experience. And that is where a lot of small businesses struggle. Um, I know you've heard, you know, when people say, well, see, this is why I don't you know, shop here. <laughs> this is why I don't do this. And it's all about the customer experience. So I wanted to get into that today. So how do you define customer experience? So what does that even mean for our listeners? So customer experience, um, just in short terms, is pretty much anything or any activity that affects a customer's perception about a brand, their feelings about a brand or their buying um, decisions. So from the time I like to say your customer experience starts from the time that a customer know that you even exist, whether that's word of mouth through your website, through radio, podcast, any point that they know that you exist to sometimes a purchase or not a purchase or any type of interaction. And if there is an interaction or exchange, even after that interaction or exchange, that's still part of the customer experience. Um, and, you know, from a strategy perspective, because, you know, I love strategy, I would also add that your customer experience really starts from the time that you decide who your customer is. So what do you want them to walk away when you're deciding to build your brand, when you're deciding the name of your company, what you're going to offer, that's when you need to start thinking about the customer experience. What do you want them to walk away from, from the time that the, the idea is in your mind that you're going to be in business? That is my favorite part of strategy is beginning with the end in mind. And then everything should be intentionally uh, driven from that particular, that concept. And that's a very interesting point. So I want to pause there for a minute because a lot of people, when they're putting their product or service or whatever out there, they don't even think about who they're marketing to. I was one of those people <laughs> when I Same first here. started. Right? Mm -hmm. And so to think about the customer experience from the moment you have the idea, I think that is a very novel and great advice for any starter entrepreneur because you can waste a lot of time um, just trying to market to everyone when everyone is not your audience. So I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Now, also, you also mentioned a good point as well that the customer experience is your brand, pretty much. Yes, yes. 
Absolutely. Um, so customer experience, um, as it relates to the brand, you want to think about the colors of your brand. How do those affect people? How does it affect their uh, psyche? How does it affect their buying decisions, their moods, their feelings? How do people gravitate towards those colors? Um, a perfect example, when I was deciding on what my brand colors were going to be, I focused on duality. Why? Because, again, part of my customer experience, I can be um, logical and I can also be creative. So I can talk about the hard science and, and un, you know, with the data and the hard, tangible conversations with clients, but also have the creative side that I very much enjoy as well. And so the colors reflect that duality. Um, you're looking at the yin and the yang or the, the, the as you know, as we say, um, and I'm using this term loosely, the feminine, the masculine. Um, so my brand it, it appeals to all of that. And then looking at what the colors mean, you know, clairvoyance or sensuality or um, the, the gentleness that's associated with the color coral, right? I want clients to feel comfortable when they interact with me. I want them to feel there's a connection there um, deeper than just the fact that we're having a business transaction. Um, and that's also evident in the passion for my business, uh, in the passion that I have for working with my clients, which is also one of my core values. And then the blue represents trust, solidarity. And it's also a color that's often associated with business. So that's the, that's one of the things that when I look at um, customer experience, I want clients to get that feeling that, yes, this is a brand that I can trust, but this is also a brand that's approachable, that cares about not only how they uh, how they do business, but they also care about their clients winning or care about me as a client. And they can feel that in everything that's done. And again, just the name itself, it's a joy doing what we do. And we strive to be a joy to do business with. And people give me constant feedback about, I just love the signatures in your email when you say have a joyful day. They said it just brings such positivity. And that's important because you just never know what someone is experiencing on the other side of that email. But um, to answer your question, yes, your your brand is your customer experience. And I recently looked up a potential uh, prospect client, their website, and immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, these colors are off-putting. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, okay, this is a marketing firm and your colors look like this. Your website look like this. It's not inviting. It's, it's almost that it screams everything that says, I just have this website here just because somebody told me I need to put it here. Mm -hmm. It's not inviting. It doesn't invite me to want to stay. It doesn't give me any guidance. It's almost like a playground. Is your playground welcoming or is your playground off-putting where people would say, I don't know if we want to go in there. Right. <laughs> you know? Stranger danger. Right? Yes, stranger danger. So. But, but you know, you brought up another good point too, and that's values. Values. That's another thing that small business owners kind of overlook as well is, you know, coming up with what are your core values for your business, for your firm. And so um, I really stress that because that will give you the guidance you need, you know, to move on it whenever there's a situation where you have to choose this or that. And it's a hard decision. Yes. You can go back to those core values and say, okay, what would my values do? Kind of like WWJD. Yes. WWVD. What will my values do? Yes. Um, so that is something that is super important. And I know like 
you know, you didn't really spend too much time on that. But I really wanted to emphasize that for the audience that as a business, like you said, you have to have, you know, who you're marketing to as part of your strategy, um, your colors, your logo, your web presence, everything should align. And I will tell y'all, Jasmine is the guru. of um, customer experience and branding. I mean, y'all think I'm good at branding, but she definitely has me beat. Um, So with that being said, right, in the glasses, she got a joy on the side. Y'all, I'm telling you. Um, So with that being said, what other tips do you have for us when it comes to branding? Like you, you mentioned that in your signature, you always put, you know, have a joyful evening. You know, you have your logo here on the the, um, shirt. Yeah. So what other tips do you have when it comes to branding and setting that customer experience up for success? Absolutely. So um, I could I could I could spend, as you know, we could talk hours about branding, but um, think about the brands that you wear, that you love. How do they show up? Look at your favorite brands. Look at who's in your house the most. Do you have a lot of Apple products? Do you have a lot of uh, Yeti products? I mean, who shows up in your house the most and who do you admire as a business owner from a branding perspective? And emulate that, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but I like to say immerse yourself in your own brand. You are the first walking billboard. And guess what? It's pretty much free. When you buy shirts, Get you a shirt from even, you know, we love thrifting, Goodwill, or get you a shirt from Target. I need to be, you know, racking in um, (laughs) affiliate and marketing dollars. But, you know, yes, go get you a plain shirt and find someone who does embroidery and get them to embroider your logo on at least five to six different colors of shirts. And then guess what? You have a shirt for every single day of the week and that you can wear if you want to throw a blazer over it, if you want to get you some blazers from Goodwill or your favorite store, put your logo on it. There's no reason you should not be wearing your logo every day of the week. Now, some days, yes, I just want to dress down and be comfortable. If I know I don't have client calls, I might opt to wear some more casual clothing just to be comfortable because it's going to be a grind day. But other than that, immerse yourself in your brand. And then those who you trust, um, people who are of like mindsets, gift them a shirt that has your brand on it. Find a catchy phrase. But um, that would be the first thing I say. That's the, I think that's the first biggest missed opportunity for small business owners, especially solopreneurs. Don't always feel like you have to spend so much or go broke spending your budget on Facebook ads and Instagram ads all the time. Sometimes you might do better, if, especially if you like networking in person like I do. I, I love it. So people see me and they're like, I've seen your logo somewhere. I can't remember where. These glasses, they're intentional. Yellow is associated with the color of memory. Um, so people know me, They, or at least they say, I've seen you somewhere because I remember those yellow glasses. Mm-hmm. And then when they see the yellow glass, oh my gosh, you've got your brand on the side. It says life is a joy. Like think about all the things you wear and say, can I put my logo on this? I mean, I bought this ring. It says joy. It doesn't say a joy, but I bought this ring when I was in college in 2009. But who knew? Divine timing, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm keeping this ring. I'm not ever going to get rid of it. Um, and it's also my daughter's middle name. So 
um, you know, just think about all the things you can get your name or your brand, your company brand engraved on or imprinted or embroidered on. Make it happen. Even if you have to start with one mug and that's all you have, you drink out of that one mug every day at the office because somebody's going to say, that's a nice mug. Where'd you get that from? And you might want to gift them one at, you know, at no cost. Or you might want to say, oh, I sell them. And I was okay. going to say that mug can be in every single picture you take. Absolutely. You're like, which mug? Yes, absolutely. But it's all about branding. And see, that's the thing. And I feel like that's what made both of our businesses successful. We're mm-hmm. really good at branding. Like people absolutely. will say, oh, I've heard of a joy consulting or I've heard of Money Talk with Tiff. Where did I hear it from? And like you said, it's just those little placements that you don't realize that people are looking at, but it definitely helps your brand and it makes you stick out. So that is wonderful advice for our audience. And hopefully y'all are taking notes because this is some gems that we drop in all through. <laughs> this episode. Um, But with that being said, so we talked about the customer experience, how you can be strategic with the branding and building that customer experience. But I also want to hit on customer loyalty because those are pretty much directly related. Oh, yes. How do you define customer loyalty and what does that look like? So the way that I define customer loyalty is when your customers or clients take personal ownership in sustaining your longevity and success in business. A very uh, quick example that I give, Tiff and I are both live hard foodies. I don't like to say die hard, but we are live hard foodies and you know we love to eat. So um, especially when it's great. However, there was one of my favorite local restaurants here. They source everything fresh. This is part of the customer experience. I know these things, right? They source everything local. It's fresh. They grow their own herbs out front. It's Peruvian. And um, the prices are affordable and the service is always great. However, during the pandemic, my before the pandemic, my average meal that I would, uh, would cost about $12 to $18, depending on what I ordered that particular day. During the pandemic, I still wanted to patronize them because I saw some of my favorite restaurants were quickly closing for whatever reason, whether it's low revenue or just they were t- it was a great time to exit for them. Um, and I said, well, I hope they don't close. So um, what I would do is go and just buy the beans and rice and avocado. And that was less than ten dollars. But I was still able to do my part in helping their foot traffic and their revenue sales. And I even saw that they went to a skeleton crew to help uh, prepare the food. I often saw the owner in there cooking um, and just maybe one or two people doing their best to prepare the takeout orders. Um, However, I'm glad to say that they made it through. Um, They've made some adjustments since then um, as far as their days of operation or what have you. But I say that that is a true example of customer loyalty when they do what they can, your customers or clients do what they can to help you stay in business, whether that's food, whether it's a service or a product, when they are actively telling people to purchase or they are purchasing for people just to get them to try your products, that's real customer loyalty. It goes beyond just a word of mouth referral. They're helping to Um, maximize or increase the purchase transactions with your brand. Right. And I want to just pause there for a minute because I just want to hit home some of the points of your story. And the first one is, 
since that restaurant focused on their customer experience from the get-go, before any, you know, pandemic or anything happened, they were always about their customer experience. They had already built that loyalty with you and probably other customers around the community. So that way, when they hit rough times, because as entrepreneurs, you will always have rough times. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> but even when they hit rough times, it was those loyal customers that still push them through, even when their service had to diminish just a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, maybe with the different hours or the way they did things, um, mm -hmm. those loyal customers were still there to take them through the rough patch. And so I wanted to emphasize that point that whenever you're doing business, always think about your customer experience. And in that way, the customers will actually keep your business going. Um, and so I, that I feel that is a wonderful story, wonderful story to drive home a few points. Um, so with that being said, what tips do you have for us small business owners when it comes to our um, customer experience, customer loyalty? What can we do better? Okay. So there's a few things I just you know, jotted a couple of tips just to make sure I don't leave anything on the table. Great. So, yes, hold on, yes. hold on. and you don't have to give us all the juice because we okay. know you are an entrepreneur. That's what you do. Okay. You can always reach out to Jazz directly, but um, <laughs> she just gotta throw a little gems to us real quick. All right, go ahead. Yes. Okay. You know me. I try to throw it all out there, but um, that's again part of my core values is passion. So um, I I, I get really passionate about this stuff. So the first thing is look in the mirror. You know, um, would you want to purchase from your own brand? Not because it's yours, but when someone walks into your business establishment or when they encounter um, your location, is it is it pleasant? How does it smell? How does it feel when you walk in there? Is it clean? You know, um, would you would would you give yourself it's basically you're assessing yourself. Would you want to purchase from your own brand in the state that it is now? If so, why or why not? I've seen plenty of businesses that where the owners are not keeping the location in a great um, in a great appearance and but they're taking luxury trips. So it's like, clearly, you know what a luxury experience is. So why aren't you providing that to your clients and your customers? That's not you know, that's that's not good alignment or brand alignment. And it's definitely not. It doesn't make for a great customer experience. Next thing is, um, how do you want people to feel? Again, that's part of that beginning strategy. I want people to feel like it's a joy to do business with me and my brand. So how do I do that? What ways can I appeal to their senses, to their emotions, to what they think, to what they say, um, how to, uh, to what they see? And thankfully, the, the feedback is typically in alignment with what I want to exude from my brand and just from me as a person to another person, because I always say business is personal. No matter how automated we are, people still do business with people. Mm -hmm. Um also, um, make it easy to promote your brand. Um, are, what are your customers saying about you? Are they talking about you at all, positive or negative? If they're talking about you, that's a good thing. If they're talking um, not so positive about you or negative about you, then listen. Uh, I just you know, did a, a, pre, a recent um, presentation about the importance of customer experience and strategy. That is where the gold is. If you're not taking on that customer experience feedback, if you're not asking your customers, how do they feel when they come into your establishment or they experience your service? If you're not asking them what would have improved and why, why, why they spend money with you or why they don't spend money with you is the immediate gold nugget as to why certain businesses thrive over, the, over others. 
So if you're not asking them why they gave you a nine or a 10 or a four or a five or a two, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Every, you know, everybody can't take hard news or uh, unfavorable feedback, but it's your best friend. I promise you when I was in corporate America, that was like the, the key to success for us a lot of times. And we found that some of the feedback that was negative was small and quick fixes and, and were sustainable. That's the key. It was sustainable as well. So, you know, again, making it easy for um, your customers to promote you. And by doing that is giving them a stellar experience, whatever that looks like, and also leveraging what you can within your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. The next thing is, you know, is your, is your passion evident is your, in your business? Are you doing you can <laughs> right <doing> passion <laughs> absolutely because burnout is real and you can experience burnout whether it's for passion or money but when it's for passion you can sustain much longer than you can for money you could sustain much longer than you can for money and your customers feel it when it's just for the money they feel it and eventually you will feel it because once they see that you're only about their money and not their experience and not about their well-being and um, the benefits of th- that they're supposed to receive from your product, service, or um, location, eventually they're going to go to the next person that they feel genuinely cares about them before their dollar. And that's who's going to get their dollar during the, hopefully not the next pandemic. But, um, and I say that because that was one of the things that was evident in the feedback I received when I asked people, I just did a test case study on uh, a small survey asking, um, who did you spend your business? Who did you spend your money with during the pandemic? And then why? And it wasn't always because it met a basic need like food or things of that sort. A lot of times it was because they knew the person or had a relationship with them or the service was great and they they loved what the brand was about. They loved the brand's mission, especially those in the nonprofits that got much more recognition or that were, and I wouldn't even say recognition, but that were more um, supported by the community throughout the pandemic when things shut down were those that were out here doing it because that's what they do. And it wasn't just the larger nonprofits with the biggest purse. It was also the small nonprofits that people saw. They were consistently out here at the parks, helping those who didn't have a home to go to. They were consistently out here making sure who children did not go to, um, consistently out here making sure that uh, the children who didn't have food at home because school was shut down, making sure they had at least one to two meals a day. And so that's another key to being um, as a business owner, period, no matter how small or large you are, being visible and consistent, but also genuinely visible and consistent. Now, I would like to say, don't do it just for pictures and articles. Um, We're not out here shaking hands and kissing babies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. OK, do you have the right team and culture? That's important. Your passion and your uh, brand Your passion for what you do has to be evident, not just in you, but in those that are around you. A small team of three or four that are passionate about what they do is always going to be more powerful than a a team of 10 to 15, because those other 10 or 11 that you add to your team, if they're not passionate, they will kill business quicker than you can imagine. Yes. We actually have a saying in HR, one bad hire can kill the whole business. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when they say one monkey doesn't stop the show, well, in business, it, it surely can, because it, we all have a business we can name and we could say, oh, my gosh, that customer rep was so horrible or that cash register. And then we remember their names because some for some reason we remember negative experiences more than we do positive. So you can go and say, oh, Jane Doe was so rude at that restaurant. I won't ever go back there. They don't say, well, when she leaves, I'll go back. I won't go back there. 
because she was rude. And if she's rude, then that means that management allowed her to be rude or they failed to train her. So that means they don't care about the customer experience. Also, uh, and, and then, you know, leveraging your special sauce. You know, what? what is your special sauce? You don't always have to, yes, you want to be mindful of what the competition is doing, but everybody has a special sauce. There are so many consultants out here, but there's not another Jasmine Beard. We're not, you know, everybody's not immediately replicated. So, so always look inside and say, what does, what is it that makes us special that we don't have to spend money on? What is it that makes us stand out? And again, that goes back to your customer feedback, your customer experience. Um, and also quality service is great service. If you do it right every time the customer experience and customer loyalty is yours to enjoy, I say guilt free. Yes, yes. And I just want to emphasize you are your competitive advantage. So just yes. keep that in mind as an <laughs> entrepreneur. And, you know, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but the whole bread analogy, there's so many different loaves of bread. And at the basis of that, bread is bread. It's the same ingredients. It's flour, it's eggs, you know, whatever. Bread is bread, but there's so many different brands. There's so many different styles. There's so many different everything. And there's different customers that are loyal to loyal to the different kinds of bread. So with that being said, you are the secret sauce. You are your competitive advantage. So like Jasmine was saying, make sure that you focus on that. You hone in on that and you make that what your customer experience starts with. So thank you so much, Jasmine, for coming on the line and sharing all of this wonderful knowledge with us. I know you helped so many people with their businesses today. So with that being said, if people wanted to learn more about you, where could they find you? So you can find me on my website at ajoy2consult.com. That's A-J-O-Y, the number two, consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Ajoy Consulting. The same is on Facebook at Ajoy Consulting. And I can also be reached at jasmine.b at ajoytoconsult.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And you dropped so many gems. I'm so grateful that we finally got you on. Yes. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll definitely have you back. But I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank Bye. you. Have a joyful day, everybody. Thank you for listening, joining and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient.